Law enforcement serves six subpoenas for Cuomo investigation. Trump on Nikki Haley. Every time she criticizes me, she uncriticizes me about 15 minutes later. And students of Douglas County Schools walk out to protest the mask mandates. We get to all this and more in just one second. Please don't forget to like, subscribe to the post notifications on every single day if you can. Go subscribe to the full episode of the show, the Joey Saladino Show, and all the podcast apps. Go there and subscribe right now. And let's get right into this. So law enforcement served six subpoenas for a Cuomo investigation. After the alleged groping of an aide and former Andrew Cuomo's authorities have searched six subpoenas for evidence, including surveillance videos, in order to form a timeline of events. Subpoenas issued as Cuomo's uh, mentioned grope accusers meet with investigators, says Albany Court Sheriff. Uh, the subpoenas were served at the executive mansion where the incident occurred and included a phone call, records, car, uh, key card swipes at entrances. They were also served at the state capitol where the accuser... Uh, Brittany Commissor uh, worked. David uh, Soros, the Albany County District Attorney, issued a subpoena and has not stated a grand jury investigation yet. A source said that the probe is expected to expand a lot. In early August, uh, the accuser filed a complaint against Cuomo with an Albany County Sheriff's Office. Uh, this week, she was interviewed at the office for multiple hours by investigators and assistant directive attorney. Cuomo has denied the allegations against him and his lawyer, U.S. Uh, Justice Department official, Rita, whatever, says that her accounts, as stated is, as fact uh, in the report, is false. Now, real quick, I want to show you the, the quick uh, difference between what's happened with Cuomo and what was accused against Trump. What was accused against Trump, nothing ever held up, nothing ever came through, there was holes in all the stories, the, you know, whatever investigating they did do, nothing came up with anything ever. In this case, I guess they have so much evidence of what's going on. They're actually going in. They're going to say, well, look, this. we're going to go find the key cards. We're going to go see who was here when. We're going to see if all these stories check out. We're going to see if we can see anything on tape happening uh, to make these stories check out, etc. Um, and then we'll see what they come up with. It would be very interesting. And these are these are the people who were saying, oh, Cuomo did wasn't so bad, yada yada yada. I still I'm still finding it's amazing. He's act, he's like he's actually out of office, which is pretty crazy if you think about it. it took me a minute. Ho ho hopefully, Gavin Newsom will be the next one out of office. So Cuomo has denied the allegations. Whatever. Okay. Eight, um. Let's see. State Attorney General Lieta James said that she would not yet make public the trans uh, the transcripts of the interview. She stated. At some point in time, we will. But at this point in time, the district attorney, most of the district attorneys have yet asked me not to release it. And because I am cooperating with them and respect that request, I will not be releasing it at this time. I do think that they should probably wait before releasing it because you never know if it might interfere, if different evidence would pop up, or maybe she was full of it. Who knows? Who knows? You really don't know. So we'll see what happens with all that. I'll obviously keep you guys completely updated. So up on screen, I have video playing of students walking out to protest against mask mandates. Um, and I'm going to go through more of the story of exactly what happened. I'm going to show you some of the videos first. So this was tweeted out. Students walk out of school in Colorado to protest the mask mandates. This high school is protesting the mask mandates. Um, they're walking out. Um, I'm just going to skip around through the video so the people watching can see it. I mean... It's hard to really describe what's going on because it's just a bunch of people walking out of school to protest mask mandates. Uh, they're holding up some signs. Looks like signs they made during class. Um, just just like, listen, I have to say it, you know, let's, let's remain consistent. Just like when these kids go out and they protest against, you know, gun laws or whatever. Uh, 
Maybe they're doing it just to get out of class. Hey, I was a kid once. I, I was in high school. You do anything to get out of class. Although I, I highly doubt young teenagers uh, want to be wearing masks, so they might, must see, feel somewhat passionate about it. Um, let, let's continue watching some of these videos. They're cheering when the cameras are going through. Um, I, I honestly believe that these kids like actually do not want to be wearing masks, but we'll see. Uh, I do know when they were doing the gun protests, a lot of them were saying that they just kind of wanted to get out of class. Uh, there's a lot of videos of that. Let's see if any videos like this start to turn up, where they're like, oh yeah, we're just out here because we just want to get out of class. We'll see. Uh, if I was a kid, I, I would probably be passionate about it as well. Now let's read the story. Students walk out of Douglas County schools protesting mask mandates. Hundreds urged personal choice as mandate went into effect. Uh, the walkout started as three students emerged from Legend High School in Parker and me meandered towards a nearby park. Two more followed shortly, and for the moment a small group uh, was the only sign of protest. Then came dozens within minutes, hundreds of students and parents had a mask across the street from the high school. They held signs calling masks child abuse, public health officials liars, and demand masks remain optional. I can't do this again, said one boy poster. Uh, multiple students walkout took place at Douglas County High School September 1st in protest of mask mandate for students 2 and older in schools, which went into effect in the morning. Now, guess what? I would be pretty frustrated if I had to wear a mask for six hours straight out of the day. Uh, that, that is brutal. I can't even wear it for more than five minutes. I literally just canceled my gym membership because that county that I was going to the gym, uh, they were instituting mask mandates. I was like, I'm done. I'm, I canceled my membership. I, I'm going somewhere else. So the Tri-County uh, tri Health Department on August 30th rescinded the opt-out availability of Adams, whatever, whatever, counties for a previous mask order that applied to children ages 2 through 11 and then expanded the order to include all children over 2. Tri-County Health Executive Director Douglas, uh, John Douglas said COVID-19 is not making children severely ill in general, but the health agency wants to help control the virus spread in the families, vulnerable people, and uh, through children. The agency also wants to keep students in in-person learning as case rates are continuing to rise in the, met in the metro area. He said public health officials, including Douglas, have spoke at previous school board meetings stressing that there's no evidence masks are harmful to children and that they are effective in containing COVID-19 spread, although these comments were uh, usually rebuffed by anti-mask crowds calling for personal choice. It's so ironic. Like, isn't this absolutely funny when it comes to the whole, you know, uh, my body, my choice crowd with the uterus? I don't want to say the A word because this video will get demonetized. It's so funny. They're all going so crazy right now with the Texas ban of the, you know, whatchamacallit. They're going crazy. This is my body, my choice. This is restricting my freedoms. Blah, blah, blah. This is all that. Blah, 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 blah. Their heads are exploding. They want the right to, you know, commit dies on babies. Uh, for their own personal convenience, and they, you know, it's my body, my choice, my personal freedoms, blah, 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 constitution this, constitution that, but they literally want us all to be forcefully vaccinated, they all want us to wear masks by force, they all want us to stay locked down in our houses by force, they, they, they support what's going on in Australia, where, where people literally do not have any freedoms, and then they, then they, then they think they have the right to come out and and protest their freedoms in a case that includes literal the the M words of babies. Okay, that, that that's where they draw the line. Oh, you know what? I need my freedom now. <laughs> These people are sick, twisted, demented people. And this is what I'm saying. 
They have no ideological consistency. It's all about what personally benefits them at that moment and at that time. There's no consistency in their ideology that holds throughout. Me on this show, as you know, I I constantly go against the, the popular grain on the conservatives and Republicans on the internet. Example, when it came, when it came to DeSantis and Texas banning the possibility of private businesses requiring vaccines, uh, I was overly critical about that for the reason to stay consistent in my ideology. Me personally, I would prefer nobody ever have a vaccine mandate ever anywhere. I would prefer that, but that's not my job. That is not the government's job, nobody's business to enforce that over the, the, the free will of uh, the people in charge of those businesses. You, you, I don't have to get into that. If you want to learn more about that, you can just go look at the other podcast. Um, but I stay my best to stay ideological consistent. Uh, and I like to think things through, and I like to do that with you guys on the podcast. I like it when you guys join me in these thought processes and these, these thinking. I want that to be the, the theme of my entire podcast every single day. I talk about it staying ideologically consistent and thinking it out. So Trump blasts Nikki Haley, says, every time she criticizes me, she uncriticizes me about 15 minutes later. Now, me personally, I never liked Nikki Haley. For some reason, people wanted to make her out to be the front runner for president next time. I'm like, that's a joke. Um, and, I, and we have noticed this trend happen all the time. She'll always come out, say something bad about Trump, and then immediately walk it back because the entire base is having her head for it. Um, and, and hey, if you want to be a front runner, you got to do what the base wants you to do. Uh, in a newly published interview of Vanity Fair, former President Trump takes a jab at former United Nations Ambassador Nikki Haley as a possible 2024 GOP contender, um, who said she was furious with her ex-boss for her role in January 6th Capitol riots. Well, every time she criticized me, she uncriticized me 15 seconds later, Trump said, I guess, uh, I guess she gets the base. During an interview Politico Early this year, Haley expressed her frustration over Trump's actions around the January 6th attack. When I tell you I am angry, that's an understatement. Haley told the news outlet and asked um, if she had spoken with Trump since the insurrection. <laughs> insurrection. Uh, and in that she was disgusted by the ex-president's treatment of, uh, of former Vice President Pence. Mike had been nothing but loyal to that man. He's been nothing but a good friend to that man, she said. I'm so disappointed in the fact that despite the loyal and friendship he had with Pence, uh, that he would do that to him like I'm disgusted by it. Trump kept up his criticism of Pence, another possible 2024 primary challenger in the latest Vanity Fair interview. Uh, he said that uh, he said his former vice president may not fare well among voters because of his role in certifying the 2020 presidential election results. Mike hurt himself very badly when he did not send when he didn't send the numbers back to the legislator. Trump told Vanity Fair and uh, the Hill reached out to the spokesperson both Pence and Haley. Trump himself has not officially stated whether he uh, will vie for another presidential run, which could keep GOP presidential hopes in limbo as they seek to avoid entering his crosshairs. But more than three years out from the next presidential election, the ex-president is far ahead in the polls of potential GOP candidates for the White House. A July Hill-Harris poll found that 56% of registered Republicans voted stated they consider casting their ballot for Trump in the next GOP primary, compared to 28% for Pence, 15% for Haley. See, those are rhinos right there. Those are, those are rhinos. Um, uh, guess what? I would, I would love to see Trump again. Let's be real. His, Trump's time on this earth is, is ticking away. He's getting old. I would rather have four more years of him and then have four more years of somebody else. 
maybe Gnome, maybe DeSantis, maybe Abbott, even though DeSantis and Abbott, they're doing a few big un government unconstitutional things that I'm not a big fan of, but hey, you know, you gotta take the good with the bad, and you gotta take your best chances as well. There's nobody else that would be a top tender contender that would be able to handle the press, that's for sure. The press is already prepping to make them out to be the, the Antichrist enemy. They're already prepping that up. Um, so... We'll see what happens. Uh, let me know what you guys think. Please have a like, subscribe to the notifications on every single day. If you can, click all the buttons. helps out with the algorithm. And also, go subscribe to the full episode of the show, the Joey Saladino Show, on all the podcast apps. Thank you so much for watching and listening. Peace out.